0: Hi, I'm John Marn. I'm here today with Mike Capuccio, owner of NETR Inc., a heating and cooling company in Massachusetts with a focus on Mitsubishi ductless heating and cooling products. Today, we're talking about ductless heating and cooling installation in older homes. Welcome, Mike. Good morning, John. How are you? Good. So, Mike, is a ductless
1: heating and cooling system a good idea for older homes? it's well, a great idea for older homes. I mean, we get into a lot of homes that are built in the early nineteen hundreds up to the I am going to say about nineteen fifty. But you know, when you look at a lot of these older homes, a lot of them had steam heat. No air conditioning existed at that point in time. So, you know, right. those one, old radiators that you yeah. see, yeah. And in reality, when you look at an old radiator, I mean, that's that's a one zone room. I mean, that's that's the zone. That's where they had the heating unit for that room. So, I mean, a lot of times, what we do is we install the ductless air handler above that radiator in that room. So, I mean, the idea of going into these older homes, and we do it every day, and they're they're really, they're they're superb for our product. They really are. Right.
0: What are some of the maybe issues that you encounter when you're installing a a ductless system in an older home?
1: Well, a lot of these older homes, you've got to look at how the walls are made, how the ceilings are made, because a lot of these older homes, I mean all of the walls are Latin plaster. They're not just drywall. Mm -hmm. So when you cut the holes into the walls to make the holes to the outside of the home, or if you're cutting a hole to get into a closet of some sort, you've got to be very, very careful when you cut these holes because you could have cracks in the walls after you're done and things like that. So it's very tedious work when you do that. If you're trying to cut the ceiling or get any type of piping up through the ceiling of a home, a lot of these ceilings in homes were Latin, not so much Latin plaster, but there's almost like a, they're almost like a concrete ceiling some of these ceilings when you roll the homes they they can be up to about an inch to an inch and a half thick with a metal lath in between the ceiling wow so some of these holes that you've got to cut i mean you're not cutting through wood you're actually cutting through concrete where you need carbide bits and stuff like that and you've got to be very very careful when you make sure you're using the right tools and the right bits when you do this so you don't get big long cracks in the ceiling as well okay So homeowners might be, you know, naturally concerned
0: about affecting the visual aesthetics of their home, especially in an older house that maybe has some nice architectural details, things like that. You know, what can you do to ensure that the installation doesn't negatively affect a home's look? Yeah,
1: you've you've got to really go out to the home, take a look at the home. Again, this is where the engineering comes in, the, the engineering and the load calculations and things like that to look at the home. But you've got to really look at how you're going to do this job aesthetically to the outside of the home. You know, first thing is you don't wanna put any piping or line height or anything like that on the fronts of the homes. Typically we'd wanna stay in the back of the home or the back corners of the home with with refrigerant piping coming down the side of the home. Typically you try and stay near a gutter. If you have a white gutter on the home, you wanna do that. So that entails with the inside of the home, getting in the home, really looking at what needs to be done in there from an aesthetic standpoint. Can I run piping over maybe the top of a closet Put a unit above the closet, put the piping into the closet. Now just put a little two inch pipe and a covering in a closet down into a basement and put your drains into the basement somewhere and then run your piping across the basement to the outside of the home where you don't have all these lines running all over the side of the home. Vice versa, upstairs, maybe running the piping up into an attic and then getting it out through a soffit or something or down through a knee wall to the outside of a home. Older homes, they're a challenge when you go out to look at them, but but we do them every day. you know, sometimes they're not as hard as you think, but you've just you've got to really know how to think about an old home when you're out there in aesthetics because aesthetics are a real key when you get in. And even, you know, sometimes you're dealing with architectural boards and stuff like that in certain towns, you know, where, yeah. where you can't have certain things. You know, historical commissions, you know, Boston Brownstones, mm. a lot of historic commissions that you have to work with there. Um, Lexington, Concord, you know, there's, there's a lot of historical places where you've these There's you've things got, you can't even do. There's things yeah. you can't do, and you're going to need to yeah. show them on paper, hey, this is what we're doing to pull these permits because the first thing when they go to pull the permit, they see it's an architectural you know it's it's falling within the you know the architectural committee's like the historical, home historical homes historical yeah. homes and you yeah. know you can't just start changing a historical home. So right. you've you've got to get things approved through boards and things like that. So what we tell a lot of do it yourself is don't don't start playing with your, your historic home if you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Right. Because right. So it won't be a good thing in the
0: end, so. Right. And so there's a lot more to it than just, you know, you put one of these units uh, on an outside wall and then just and then just run the lines on the outside of the house yeah. down to the ground. Like, there's a lot more to it. Like you said, like, uh, figuring out on the inside, maybe maybe you put the unit on an inside wall and you drop the lines down through a closet or something like mm-hmm. that. So there's a lot more thinking that goes into yeah, it. Yeah,
1: there's, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of ingenuity when you're out in that home to really looking at how you're going to do that home. You know, I, I can't tell you how many homes I've been to in the past of my 30 years of my career, when I go out and I look at a home and just. I, I look at how people have run piping on the outside of someone's home and I'm just like, mm. why didn't they do it this way? And it's just, sometimes I just don't think they, they understand or they just don't think like that, how, right. to, how to do that. But you've, you've got to be very, very careful at how you do those things. And there's different color plastic that you can put on the outside of a home, you know, okay. and some of the plastics can be painted, you know, so you want to look at how you could possibly paint it the color of the home and, you know, where it's going to look as inconspicuous to what you're trying to do so it looks neat. Right, like you said, maybe going down
0: a corner where I already have a gun or drain pipe or something like that so that it it
1: hides it. Follow, try to get to the back of the house or the back corners of the house. Uh Try, Try to follow a drain pipe of some sort. You know, look, if you have a white gutter and I put another white gutter next to it, it's not going to look as bad right you know so that, that's what we really try and do when we get into these older homes
0: yeah talk a little bit more about older homes and older heating systems and then you know the difference that it makes when you install a, a ductless heating and cooling system in terms of being able to you know zone out different areas of the house
1: yeah i mean like in an older home example if you have radiators on the first floor of the home and let's say you had four radiators on the on that first floor of the home. Those are your four zones, but typically that's running off of one thermostat somewhere in the middle of the home. We can put four ductless units in there above those radiators and put those on their own zone and heat and cool that room. So we could pretty much turn those radiators off probably 90% of the time during the year and zone off those rooms and have different temperatures. So your energy savings in that could be, okay, the other three zones, I'm not living in those three zones right now. What I mean by that is, let's say you had one in your living room, your kitchen, and your dining room. Well, when you go to bed at night, you can have those on a programmable thermostat to set back to 55 degrees at night. Mm. And you can keep your bedroom at 70, 72 degrees, picking up the energy savings. So, you know, you turn off the spaces where you're not living for that particular moment and turn on the spaces where you are living in that moment. That's how you gain the energy savings from our system and, and the zoning, you know, where... Where with that radiator, you've got the thing on 70, 72 degrees, and you're heating and cooling all these spaces during the night, and you're not even in those spaces, and you're paying for that usage that you're using at that point in time, whether that's oil or gas or however you're using that to heat and heat the home. Right. you know And vice versa with the window air conditioners, you, you, you know— you turn off the other ones. These you know you can turn them off the same way, but from an efficiency standpoint, window unit versus our system is fifty percent savings. Easy. Mm.
0: Do you tell homeowners to try to like close doors and you know to try to kind of close off the different zones so that you know if if you do want to have that uh, that your dining room that you're not using or something like that and you want to make it not have to use the heat, you know,
1: do, do I close it off? Do I close the doors? Not, Things like not, that. Not really, because most of those are zones where you might set back and. You know, a lot of dining rooms don't have doors or, that you can actually right. close off. Right. So you pretty much set those back in the temperature mode when, when you have to. But if you design the system properly and have even airflow throughout the home, you, you really don't have to get into those situations. A bedroom at night, yeah, you can close the bedroom door. That will keep that heat in that particular space right. and keep that cooling in that particular space. Right. So, I, I mean, from a bedroom perspective, most bedrooms have a door that you Most can close people close off. their door yeah. at night anyway. Most, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. When you uh, install a duct heating and cooling system in an older home, you know, that has an existing system, can the homeowner then remove the the older heater or AC after they install the ductless system?
1: Um, that, that's a good question, John. The, yes, it can be done, but you really and truly have to really study that home and look at that home from an insulation standpoint. You have to do the proper heat load calculation on that. A lot of these older homes with the Latin plaster built in the early 1900s, they didn't even have insulation in them. Insulation didn't even exist back then. Most times you're seeing that people are adding insulation to the home in those bays where they weren't insulated, putting insulation in the attic. If the home is insulated properly, yes, we can remove the, the heating and cooling system that is there now and use our duct. We've done it in homes. Um, it just needs, you need to pay special attention to what you're doing. You just don't want to remove something without, you know, knowing that the system that we're installing is going to work. And then a lot of times people do leave the system. They just leave it in there and it's it's a backup source. You know, sometimes they never use it, but they just leave it there. And I've said people pull the radiators but, but out. But good to have in case you need it. Yeah. And yeah. I've had people actually, you know, vice versa, take the radiators out, take the baseboard out, do okay. what they need to do. So, preference right. at that point. Right.
0: All right. Well, that's really great information. Thanks again for speaking with me today, Mike. You're welcome. And for more information, visit the NETR website at netrinc.com or call 781 933 NETR. That's 781 933 6387.